slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today as we talk all things New York Islanders. We've got a lot to get to. Preseason game number two coming up today against the Philadelphia Flyers. Looking forward to that one. And by the way, uh, check out Locked On Flyers for a great discussion I had uh, with the hosts of Locked On Flyers about the Islanders and the Flyers coming up this season. So, you should definitely check that out. We'll talk about the one player on the Islanders' defense corps who probably holds the key to the power play this year and whether or not that power play takes a much-needed step forward. And, of course, we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest training camp news, rumors, trade rumors, preseason action, all the way up to the start of the season, which, by the way, is just two and a half weeks away, so lots to look forward to as the Islanders get closer and closer to the start of the 2021-22 season, which really promises, in my opinion, to be a great season. Because, I mean, look, you're starting at a new arena, UBS Arena. That's going to be exciting. You got a team coming off back-to-back appearances in the conference final. They should be contenders again. That's exciting. Looking forward to that. And uh, really... Uh, think that this is going to be a special season for Islander fans because the Islanders have a chance right now to go to the Stanley Cup Final for the first time since 1984. I want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen of the day and for being part of the Locked On Islanders family. So I wanted to talk about the power play and the defense core. We're going to talk a lot about the defense core as it sort of is shaking out right now through the beginning of training camp. But you look at the Islanders' defense core, and if you set it up, you obviously have Pelican Pulak as your top pair, and then you have Scotty Mayfield 
who was on the second pair last year. And then you've got Andy Green, who was on the third pair last year. And then you've got some question marks. Noah Dobson was on the third pair. But without Nick Letty, who has now departed, where do you put Noah Dobson? And then, of course, you've signed Zdeno Chara. So where does Chara fit in? In my mind, Chara probably a third pair guy, at least as far as minutes played is concerned. But again, we have to see what the 44-year-old is capable of. But to me, the player who really is the key to replacing Nick Letty has got to be Noah Dobson. And Dobson, look, he's still young. He's, what, 20? He'll be 21 later this season. Last year, Dobson playing third-line minutes, 46 games, so he missed 10 games due to injury, three goals, 11 assists, 14 points, was a plus one, and five of his 11 assists came on the power play. Now, I think one of the things you need to see from Noah Dobson, and this is something obviously the Islanders are going to look at, is he ready to step up and replace Nick Letty and what he did on the power play? Letty last year led the Islanders team in assists, period, 29 assists, one more than Matt Barzal, two more than Josh Bailey. You have to replace those assists. You look at the guys you brought in. Zdeno Chara, at this stage in his career, not the kind of guy who's going to get the job done offensively. If you are looking for a lot of offensive production, don't look to a 44-year-old Zdeno Chara. He's not the answer at this stage of his career. I don't think, you know, Scott Mayfield, great player, more of a, I'm a big guy in my own zone, I'll clear the puck out, I'll get the transition going, not a power play guy. Pelic and Pulak, again, you know, strong shot, the ability to, to contribute on the power play, but not to quarterback the power play, and you want to see that because that's what Nick Letty did. The only guy on the roster who realistically can quarterback the power play, in my mind, is clearly Noah Dobson. But in order to get the power play minutes and then even the minutes during the actual even-strength play, that you want to see from Noah Dobson, Dobson is going to have to show that he's mature enough to handle the workload, both in minutes, and importantly, what does Noah Dobson do even strength when he does not have the puck? Now, I love the idea of teaming Dobson and Chara, because to me, Dobson will learn a lot from Chara. It's something that is important. Chara, especially, you know, forget the power play, even though I think Z can help on the power play. At least instructionally, even if he's not really able to do it himself anymore. But the key for Noah Dobson 
is going to be knowing what to do without the puck, knowing when he can pinch, knowing when he has to stay back, not getting caught, playing responsibly in his own zone, skating the puck out and creating offensive opportunities with his skates or with his passes, both of which are important aspects of the transition game that that's where you're going to miss Nick Letty. To me, Dobson is the guy, and if he struggles and he can't get it done, maybe you turn to Gustafson, but I don't think there's anybody else on the roster as it is presently constituted who Barry Trotz will trust. I don't think he's ready for Robin Sallow, even though I think Sallow played well in the first preseason game and has looked good in camp. To me... The key to the power play and the key to the defense grouping staying solid and not losing a lot after Nick Letty's departure is going to be, what do you get from Noah Dobson? Does Noah Dobson take that next step forward? If the answer is yes, the Islanders are in good shape, power play should be better, the defense should be reliable again. If the answer is no... There's a lot of questions that this team is going to have to answer before the start of, you know, before the playoffs get underway to see if the Islanders have what it takes to go on another run. We've got a lot more to get to on today's show. We'll take a look at Gustafson and Sallow and a few of the other defensemen, how they're looking in camp, all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain store auto parts, your local chain auto parts store, excuse me, to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or auto dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years, and they have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in there. How did you hear us about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So 
look, training camp for the Islanders is kind of the, the training camp part of it was really only three days. And it's, you know, kind of uh, over. And now we're into the preseason schedule where they're going to be playing a lot of games to get ready. And we have to see what happens with this team with respect to that. So, you know, one thing that we didn't, I think, talk about enough from the first game against the Rangers on Sunday was realistically the play of Eric Gustafson. And Gustafson, to me, looked pretty good. Uh, I had to say that I was pleased with what I saw from Gustafson. And he played well. He had two assists. Yeah, he made a couple of uh, mistakes that you don't want to see. One in particular where it led to... uh, you know, a, a shorthanded breakaway for Chris Kreider, and that was, a, you know, probably the Rangers' best scoring opportunity of the game. But overall, uh, two assists in the game, made a great defensive play in the second period, and here's what Barry Trotz had to say about Eric Gustafson. I was really happy with him. Two assists, and they were high-skilled plays. You see how he moves the puck and how he can use his skating ability. I'm happy with his play as he gets used to us and how we want him to play, and hopefully he gets better and better. So a good start for Gustafson. And boy, do the Islanders need that, because I'll tell you something else. Gustafson, who is on that PTO, uh, to me, is the most logical person to take that power play role if Noah Dobson is unable to claim it. And the other thing is this. Andy Green, close to 40. Zdeno Chara, 44. You know the Islanders are going to need seven, probably eight defensemen uh, on this roster. And the drawback to having Robin Sallow fill that role is that he'll probably play 30 to 40 games a year filling in for either Andy Green or Zdeno Chara. And you're not going to get him, as a young player, enough ice time that he's really going to be able to develop and start taking his game to the next level. And that's the thing you need to see. So if you don't see that, it's a loss in the long run for a guy like Robin Sallow. And I loved what Sallow did in the first game. He was physical. He skated. He got, you know, he made a nice first impression. But to me, in the long run, the Islanders are better off starting Sallow out at Bridgeport, let him play first pair minutes, power play time, penalty kill time. Let let him do all the things he needs to do, bulk up physically, get, again, more used to the North American game, and then whether it's mid-season or if injuries hit, or even waiting until next season to bring him up. And you get a guy like Chara and a guy like Gustafsson. You know, veterans like Gustafsson, if he sits for 
three or four games in a row, plays a game or two, sits another three or four. That's not easy, but he certainly can accomplish that. And look, what was it? Three years ago, he had that big season uh, offensively with Chicago. He can add to your power play. He can give you more offensively at this stage in his career, probably, than Salo, while still understanding the expectations that Barry Trotz and Lula Morello have of an Islander and playing that defense-first system that makes this team as successful as they've been over the last three years under Trotz and his coaching. So, yeah, uh, you know, again, to me, Noah Dobson, the key to the power play, the key to the defense, staying whole. But a guy like Eric Gustafson may also play an important role. And when you remember, you have Andy Green and Zdeno Chara, both 40 or 39, 40, 44. You know, those guys are going to need time off and they're more likely to get injured than the younger guys. So having an experienced backup like Gustafson uh, or like a Thomas Hickey or uh, even a Sebastian Ajo, although, again, the Islanders always have concerns about Ajo's size, those are going to be guys who are going to play some important minutes for the Islanders before the season is over, even if they aren't in the lineup, in the top six defensemen on opening night uh, when the season gets underway. So lots to take in. We'll keep an eye on things as far as how the preseason develops and, and the scrimmages and training camp. So we'll have a lot to discuss as we get closer and closer to the regular season and the different roles that these players are going to have start to come into focus. And I'll tell you, tomorrow on the show, one of the things that we'll discuss is the forward lines and what the Islanders are looking at uh, because Barry Trotz has mentioned some of his plans for the forward combinations to start the season. And we'll see, you know, what they look like and what it means as we continue through this preseason. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about a scrimmage the Islanders held on Sunday for the players that weren't in the Rangers preseason game. And, of course, we've got our Islanders birthday of the day. So all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source. For everything football, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. They will double your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. So check it out. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, we're going to go back to the 1990-91 season and wish a very happy 57th birthday to former Islanders forward John Tucker. Now, Tucker originally a second-round pick of the Sabres back in 1983, had a 30-goal year for them in 1985-86, then went on to the Capitals and then to the Islanders for part of the 1990-91 season, then went on to play for the Lightning and finished his career up with stints in Italy and Japan. In 1990-91, he played 18 games for Buffalo and 20 games for the Islanders, three goals, seven points in those 20 games, four penalty minutes, and he was a minus one. So he was productive, although he was more, you know, known as more of a checker than an offensive force. But John Tucker, the Windsor, Ontario native, getting the job done for the Islanders during his brief stint with the team. We're going to go look at one of his better games for the Isles, January 29th, 1991. Let's break out Brass Bonanza because we're headed back to the old Hartford Civic Center. Islanders taking on the Hartford Whalers. Jeff Hackett, the Islander goalie, while Peter Sidorkovitz, bonus if you can spell that, uh, is the goaltender for Hartford. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first. The only goal of the first period scored by Mick Vakoda, who also had a fight about a minute and a half after that, dropped the gloves with Jim McKenzie. But Vakoda, his second from David Volok and Pat LaFontaine at 16:28 after 20 minutes, Islanders won, and the Whalers nothing. In the second period, Pat LaFontaine doubles the lead at 3:59. David Volok, the only assist on LaFontaine's 27th tally of the season. 20 seconds later, Brent Sutter makes it 3-0 Islanders, his 17th from Pat Flatley, and the Islanders were off and running. Midway through the period, the Islanders were shorthanded, and as a result of that, Brent Sutter cashes in on a shorthanded goal, his second of the game, 18th of the year, Wayne McBean and David Volok with the assists, Islanders 4 Whalers, nothing. An even-strength goal by Bill Berg makes it 5-0. LaFontaine in our Islanders' birthday of the day. John Tucker with the helpers. That one came at 13:31, And then the Islanders' power play goes back to work with Carrie Wilson off for interference. LaFontaine is 28th from Volok and Jeff Norton at 17:04, And then a minute and 15 seconds later, Derek King tallies his 13th from Brent Sutter. Islanders... In command, 7-0 after two periods. Hartford breaks the shutout midway through the third. Sylvain Cote is second. Ron Francis and Rob Brown with the assists at 10:56. But then John Tucker, our Islanders' birthday of the day, finishes off the scoring. His second from Ray Ferraro and Jeff Norton at 18:50. Final score in this fight-filled, one-sided contest. Islanders 8 and the Whalers won, and for John Tucker, a goal, an assist, two points, a plus three, and three shots on goal. Jeff Hackett, 30 saves to earn the win. Islanders out, shot 31-26 to in this one, but with their strong play, they skate away with an 8-1 to win. So again, 
a very happy 57th birthday to former Islanders forward John Tucker. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So the Islanders did indeed have a scrimmage that uh, took place yesterday, or Sunday, I should say. And that was for, you know, team players that weren't involved in the Rangers preseason game. It was white team versus blue team, went to a shootout, and in the end, white team wins it 3-2. to two. Uh, Jenkins and Adams, Colin Adams, Blade Jenkins, Scoring for the white team uh, in regulation, Austin Zarnak had both goals for the blue team in the shootout. Oliver Wallstrom and Anthony Bavillier tallied. There was a a, a three 20-minute period game, three lines for each team. Uh, The white team had five blue liners. The blue team had six. And again, for Team Blue, Noah Dobson, Zdeno Chara out there together, while Pajot... Parise and Wallstrom were out there for the white team as a line. So read into that what you will. But I think it does say something about what Barry Trotz is thinking initially. Obviously, any line combinations and defense combinations are subject to change. But again, we'll keep you up to date throughout training camp as we tell you all the Little subtle things that are happening to your New York Islanders as they prepare for the start of the regular season. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, it's hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Don't forget tomorrow we'll talk a little more about some of the forward combinations that we're seeing in camp and preseason games and in scrimmages. So we'll sort of break that down a little for you. Plus, we will talk about the game against the Flyers, preseason game number two, getting underway today. So we'll recap it and give you the key takeaways on tomorrow's show. So good, so good to have hockey games back, even if they don't really count yet, but Important things are determined in these preseason games, and they are. It's great fun to have hockey back. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.